You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact. And I got the Vegas bad boys here with me, and we got everybody, and it's good to see all of you here. Um, welcome. <laughs> uh, Extreme Rules just ended not too long ago, and um, uh, we're going to get right into talking about that show. We do ask that if you're just tuning in live, go ahead and uh, put your comments into our Facebook chat. We already see some of the people jumping in, and we thank you for always uh, hanging out with us. And um, if you listening to the podcast and you and you hear that we we always talk about going live, how do you how can you participate in our chat? Make sure that you follow us on Facebook, and um, and with that you'll be able to put in your comments. So I will tell you that in the future. We're going to be having some some pretty uh, cool changes coming soon, and um, I'm excited for that when those changes take place, all right? So welcome, everybody, to the show. Let's get right to it. It's Extreme Rules, fellas. Uh, I, my quick uh, thoughts on it is I, I enjoyed the show. I thought that the matches were, 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 were great. I think it was really all about... Uh, I don't think there was really any any surprises in terms of how the matches ended, but I thought the overall entertainment of how they presented their matches and uh, the commentary, it was just on fire. And I, I really just enjoyed all of it. That's just my opinion, but we're going to get right into what you guys may think of that. So um, let's get right into it. I Listen, um, so of course, today is my... Uh, wifey's birthday so uh happy birthday to you i know you're listening making sure i don't uh mess up but uh <laughs> but uh but in the process of going to get some food and everything for the show i i miss the uh pre-show so i i guess it was uh carmella and Liv morgan you guys want to talk about that for any of y'all who watched that how, how was that that pre-show match so anyway, the first match was what? <laughs> okay, all right. all right. I didn't even get a chance to watch it. Did anybody of us watch it? I mean, because oh, okay. anything that says Car, anything that says Carmella, it takes a hell of a lot to get me interested to watch it. Okay, all right. Well, there we go. Let's just get right into <laughs> the sh- after pyro. <laughs> uh, all right. So we had a uh, new day versus Bobby Lashley versus AJ Styles and and almost uh, there. Omas, I mean, um, what's your take, fellas? What you think overall? I, I thought I thought that it was a, a pretty solid match. I mean, 
Um, there were, you know, a couple of things here and there, but uh, all in all, it was it was pretty solid. Um, the the thing that really kind of cemented uh, the 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 outcome of the match, obviously, Biggie getting the pinfall over Bobby Lashley specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that just continues to prove that, you know, some people thought that maybe this biggie title reign was, you know, just kind of placating him or just going to be a temporary thing. Right. Um, I think that, I think that it is doing more to legitimize him by having him pick up wins, especially over people like Lashley, uh, on the pay-per-view. We, we, and we'll find out tomorrow. Correct. Too, yeah. You know? yeah. 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 That, and- that's a big payoff. I, I don't know. I getting to that point, Matt. Um, I, I don't know necessarily. Um, I had somebody actually mention to me as well, like, why are they doing necessarily a six man to set up the singles match? But I, I don't know if I would have pulled the trigger on Big E getting the pin over Lashley tonight if they're going to do it again on Raw. I just yeah, and I think I think the possible reason this match happened also was to give new day one more mm. match together yeah yes one, one last hurrah yeah. it's yeah. definitely it's, it's definitely going to be a draft type of situation and um you know just just to be completely honest with you i mean it made sense of why they called for the match that's going to happen tomorrow quite frankly and it, somebody is going to be on a different show come friday or the following monday yeah. On the fourth, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, overall, it, uh, you know, uh, like I say, that was that was a, a, a good match. And, yeah, we could definitely see where there's going to be some changes uh, coming soon with the uh, with the group. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I like the promos they did setting up for uh, tomorrow's show. I mean, <laughs> it got me to the point going, okay, damn, I, I never watch Raw Live. Maybe I should just <laughs> – watched plus they're starting to show off with that match so okay you know that that might that's a good little way to get me right in so all right we'll see what happens there um we had the uh the usos street profit for the smackdown tag team championship as always man the the match was fire uh no surprises but what do you guys think uh what do you think about this particular match here I thought it was good. It was yeah. solid, solid tag match. I mean, obviously, Street Profits uh, do an excellent job going one on one with the Usos. And, 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 and might I say, too, it's really nice to see how many different people can have great matches with the Usos. Mm-hmm. And it makes me hope that is WWE with all these changes that they're making and all of these cuts, are they ever going to do something with their tag team division? to expand it to where you have tons of teams that we want to see go against with the Usos because, you know, and do well. So, I mean, that's just one thing I point out. Yeah. Well, you know, the, but the, the whole thing with tag teams and this is, and, and I would assume because of, you know, budgetary uh, things as well, that this comes even more into play. And that is, um, it's easier to pay one person to face another person than two people to face two people. <laughs> yeah, that's you, you. You ain't lying there. The only thing that would probably change that, if I may say, is with the direction of what WWE is trying to do with their branding across the board to cater to a younger audience. If the younger audience seems to like uh, tag well, how many, teams, then, you know, I mean, they might pull the trigger. Are, 
you know what? The only people who bitch about the tag team division are people who are over the age of 35. <laughs> Let's say it. You ain't lying. People you ain't lying. Knew... No, it's it's true. It's people yeah, who no, no, no. tag team wrestling because they saw it when they were young. And that's why I said, unless these younger people give two shits about the tag team, enough of them to put stock in it, we're just going to keep seeing the same thing. Matt Michaels sound like Nick Khan over there, man. Oh, my goodness. That's exactly. Yeah, you, <laughs> we better watch out, or or are we going to end up, uh, you know, getting our, uh, our our you know best wishes moving forward from his ass? Oh man, um, I don't want to get fired by him. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And shout out to uh, to Sean on the chat. He said, "Nope, Vince hates tag team wrestling." So. This is true because he sucked in every tag team he was ever involved in. So of course, <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? Vince McMahon sucked in every tag team he was ever involved in. What the fuck? Any any about? any tag team I ever saw Vince McMahon in, whether it was temporary or whatever the fuck, it was just horrible. It was a shit. Whether show. it was temporary or whatever the fuck. All yes, right, whatever the fuck. All right, all right. Whatever all right. the fuck. Get, yes. get closer to the future endeavors. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? As long as I don't have to kiss your ass, we good. <laughs> Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, I tell you what a um, – just everything about that was great. I, I don't know. Since City giving me the eye, he might be not agreeing here. I thought, first off, before we even get to how it ended – I thought the the storytelling just in the ring was great. I mean, Alexa pulled off excellent moves. I we all know Charlotte is going to somehow win with the belt, but I love when you get a match where you go, well, maybe maybe she's not going to get the title. And I think Alexa performed that way, where it was kind of almost like, man, this is really good. And then of course how how it ended. I mean. <sighs> Alexa, she set up. It was like she was saying, hey, for the next, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Fast and Furious 10 movie, I'm available. Next Marvel movie, I'm available. Hello, I'm, I'm, I'm auditioning here. You know, <laughs> she she was on fire, guys, but that's my take. What do you think about that match overall? I, I thought the match itself was pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, I really, really am hoping that we get some sort of a character shift with Alexa Bliss. Mm. Um, obviously... The post-match with uh, Lily being destroyed and ripped to shreds by Charlotte. Um, yeah, I, I would love for that to be the uh, the last of it, but we all know that things are not going to occur that way. Plus, Impact, mm -hmm. I knew for, for, without a doubt, an absolute fact yeah. that Alexa Bliss was not going to walk out with the championship <laughs> sure. for one simple reason. Okay. They were in Columbus, Ohio tonight, which is Alexa Bliss's hometown. Gotcha. And as we all know, people cannot go over in their home city. With That's the WWE. With, With the WWE. WWE. <laughs> yeah. Other companies, yes. WWE hail to the no. Uh, you know what? In the in the defense of the company, Cleveland, Ohio. Because you always do. You always do. Cleveland, Ohio is full of a bunch of dumbasses. Ooh. Yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio sucks, but they were in Columbus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well there you have it <laughs> yeah, well, but, but think about it think about it though cleveland ohio was full of dumbasses columbus ohio is full of inbred morons oh my so, lord there you go wow. the views expressed on the vegas bad boys podcast <laughs> yada 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 right 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 
Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see where they uh where they go from there, man. Oh man, but, yeah, go ahead. But you know what? Yeah, I will say I, I, I will say this that, that that I really really liked is, and I don't know. Obviously, when you're tearing up a doll, you know whatever sequence the legs, the arms, the legs. I don't know if it was totally planned like that, but it was cool how literally the face was left over, so it looked like a you know just the face, and then Charlotte holding up the title and holding up the face. Um, that right there needs to be on a fucking t-shirt. I'd buy that bitch today. Uh, because that was just a really cool shot of that. Um, I, I too now want a character change with Alexa bliss. Hmm. I really do. I, I, I'm, 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 I was okay with this whole dark side of Alexa bliss, but I'm done. It's, it's getting old. It's getting really? real old. Yeah, so it's getting real so what old. do you want? What are you want her to be? I want, I want to just go back to being a regular self, you know? I wanted it. I, I, anything but what we got now. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Don't get mad at me for my opinion. Hell yeah. Well, oh, you can have an opinion, but um, make it a logical one. Because <laughs> a logical you're... one. Since when did any opinion that anybody ever expressed was based in logic? It has all to be proven. Bullshit. Oh, that's, oh, shit. that's fucking debatable. <laughs> what the fuck are you drinking and smoking today, my friend? Because God damn. Oh, wait. Also, uh, shout out to the Alka-Seltzer tablet in Alexa Bliss's mouth. Yes. yes. She didn't have enough spit and saliva. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They could, have, they could have given her something a little smaller. That was a huge fucking... That was it was huge. Dog, man. That was exactly. Crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty much. What were they going for, though? I mean, I mean, just her screaming and crying would have been enough. I felt like they didn't really need to do the whole foaming out of the mouth she's she's insane dude that's a character i know but that's vince mcmahon's that, definition that of insane well not all insane people do that michaels you actually bring up a great point that actually could be where they're going where they're going to go with this they may just shove her off the deep end and have her be legitimately crazy which i would be completely cool for um I, there, like there doesn't need to be a doll of uh, you know adding to the gimmick she can do this all herself. She's proven. Right. Well, that was probably but, just for marketing purposes. I mean, you know how much they probably sold on those <laughs> damn dolls. I saw them when we went to the uh, the the superstore. I'm like, oh, they selling these yeah. things they everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. You got but it. you know, you yeah. know, ultimately the reason why Sin City Steve is cool with her being crazy because you know Sin City Steve, much like old school CM punks, like crazy bitches. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Fuck it. <laughs> Like old school CM Punk. Uh, all right. You don't remember when CM Punk said that shit when he was talking about with the whole storyline with AJ Lee before we knew that they was a thing. But I'm sorry, you knew that they were a thing. <laughs> I, I I didn't know C, CM Punk existed before AEW. So uh, sorry. <laughs> um, you know what the uh, the Harley Quinn aspect of it could be what we're seeing. You know, give her give her the fact that she's crazy. Um, that type of take could happen or I got something bigger. I'll talk about later, but um, we could see possibly her uh, using the powers to uh, actually manifest that little carcass of Lily that she had into an actual person now. Interesting. Well, I'd tell you what, if she chooses Eva Marie, that, that, that right there will be an improvement. <laughs> no, no. Just use her. Just use her 
bit blonde and shit, put some fucked up makeup, put some teeth, stapled some teeth to her lips and some shit. Oh my god, come on. Just oh. saying. Staple some teeth to her lips and shit. <laughs> I, I we talking we about that. Vince McMahon. We talking about Vince McMahon. It By was the, the first time she was stapled. By oh, the, Simon, I, I missed you last week. <laughs> I missed you too, baby. And by the way, Chris on our chat said, look, if Bliss character becomes a Nazi alien nun, we'll know they've been listening to Cornette. So there you go. Uh, well, apparently, too, real quick, if, if she does become anything of an alien, according to Pat the Paws McAfee, Brock Lesnar will be the one to eliminate her because apparently if there's big gigantic spiders and aliens and shit, Brock Lesnar is the one, the beast that kills those things. Did y'all hear what the fuck he was saying on the goddamn commentary the whole night? Pausing. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to see where that goes. But we also have some other matches. Damian Priest, Shaman, Jeff Hardy, the United States Championship match. Did you say Shaman? Yeah, who's Shaman? I thought I said Sheamus. I said Shaman. Okay, my bad. Sheamus. Maybe I mixed them all together versus Jeff Hardy. Speaking of gimmick changes. <laughs> Can you bring the peyote? Are we about to go on the spirit journey and find our spirit animal? Oh, boy. Bust out the ayahuasca. <laughs> there you go. United States Championship. Um, well, you know, what was your take? I guess there was no, not going to be any shock for that match there, huh? It was one of the better, well, I wouldn't say better. It it exceeded my expectations of what I thought the match was going to be going into it. I didn't think it was going to be as exciting as it ended up being. And I like uh, seeing Sheamus get all cocky and shit. I thought that was kind of playfully fun to watch. Okay. Well, we'll just take... Well, take I was that the match. only person that liked that match, apparently. We'll take no. that match for what it is. No, it, it oh, honestly, oh. like, it, it was a solid match. It, it it accomplished exactly what it needed to accomplish. Um, the, uh, you know, the build to the match, take it or leave it. But um, there were, uh, unfortunately, this, what a lot of people will remember from this match are a couple of ill-timed botches and uh, some things that went wrong. But it was a very solid effort by all three guys. And I think that they made the, you know, the, what is now a trope, of having, you know, the WWE format for three-way matches or triple threat matches, they made it work. Um, the Very solid match. It wasn't like, it wasn't a showstopper, but it also didn't shit the bed. Yeah, but it, you know, one of the best things about that match is you could tell that the audience actually was in that moment of thinking that Hardy might win. Mm-hmm. So they they did accomplish what needed to be accomplished in that match was to give that slice of hope because if it was a one on one between Sheamus and Priest, we've seen it you know yeah. now too much. So throwing that extra cog and then you never know. And shout out to uh, uh, Sheamus actually <laughs> dancing like Jeff Hardy on the ring there. I never saw uh, Sheamus <laughs> even pretend like that i'm like that's that's pretty funny that was pretty funny um so good shit there becky lynch bianca belair for the smackdown women's championship and then of course surprise surprise i guess that will have that would be our surprise moment for tonight um mm-hmm. but yeah what's your what's, what's your take on the the built for that particular uh match there 
Well, well, I was definitely built up for that match. Uh, was excited to see what was going on. Uh, both showing from both of those ladies. Um, really love for me. Not too many, not not too often do I feel that somebody who has the title is almost equally exciting as chasing the title for the second time. And I felt like Bianca Belair. Um, you know, in the last couple of weeks, I've been excited to see her get it again. Unlike Drew McIntyre who would try to get the belt a million times and I wasn't interested for her. It was exciting. And so with seeing that match that I was seeing that displayed certain things, she was being smarter. I noticed. And obviously that's the way the match was booked, but I like to see how that kind of played out and then built up and then shit toward the end, the boss, Sasha Banks came out and I exploded in an excited way of yes, not in excited way of what you guys may think I would do when I see Sasha. Banks. Right. But um, it, it was good. And again, what made it exciting is the interaction between her and Becky. Um, I love seeing, you know, any of the horsewomen kind of interact with each other. And they're almost always on the same level. They just, you know, they, 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 it's like a love hate relationship between all of them. They don't trust each other because they really don't trust themselves. And I thought that was cool. Bianca's strength is, um, is just amazing. Uh, you know, when you see it, she's in, when you have, when they're all tied up and you see she, somehow she's able to still pick up, uh, you know, her opponent or Becky in this case. And you're like, like man, like, how do you, how, I mean, how do you do that? You know, I mean, just for the, just using the strength. And I mean, just, just how, based on how they're tied up at that moment, there were just certain times you're just like, man, I mean, Bianca just strong <laughs> you know what i mean just dominant and so it's just it's great to see her performing i i thought the ending was um was perfect because i was wondering how they were going to do that we knew becky had to keep the belt but is it going to be a another one two three again on um on bel-air how were they going to do that so the timing was perfect i guess for you know sasha to come in and 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 do you know, end up being the way it was. Sin City or Matt Michaels, were you any surprises there between that match? Um, I, I I thought that this match was solid. This was the, in, in my opinion, uh, this was the best match of the show. Um, I thought that, I thought both women absolutely brought it and it was very, very solid. Um, I really just wish that that finish would have played out a little bit differently. I understand why they did it, but having an 18 minute match that was very, very solid come down to outside interference and being a no, a no contest. Well, what else could you have done? Bianca, Bianca, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That they kind of booked themselves into a little bit of a corner with this. Gotcha. But it, it, you know, take nothing away from the actual decision of the match. Um, the, I'm really interested to see what happens over the next uh, over the next couple of weeks with you know these three. Obviously, they're setting up a three way match. Um, they, um, I think it was uh, Sasha was on the entrance ramp as she was leaving, saying how she's going to see them uh, the two of them on Friday. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're going to hot shot that match to this Friday on SmackDown. Um, who knows? Maybe they can kick off the show with it. It's worked elsewhere. Yeah, and just like elsewhere, they used run-ins at the end of the match, and if I'm, it was I'm, in that other company, oh, this would have been a 12-star match. Mm. 
So they're doing 12 star matches now. Is that your opinion or is that a logical fact? Well, when you're talking about the other company, I guess it's a logical fact according to, you know, the the fans. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, well that bitterness, that bitterness for that other company with you, Matt Michael, sure does run deep. Hey. <laughs> What can I say, man? I just don't really appreciate MLW that much. <laughs> All right, I was going. You fucking got me. You got me. <laughs> All right, perfect. Roman Reigns, the demon, Finn Bala for the Universal Championship match. And uh, we knew how that was what the outcome would be in terms of who will be holding that belt, but how it happened. Another one that was um, pretty interesting, huh? It was a malfunction in the, on the top rope belt. Was it where's they, where's that going? I was wondering, you know, in the, uh, for a minute, uh, I saw Paul Heyman run in from the, uh, from the side. Did he have anything to, uh, to do with that? Or, or well, what? first and foremost, if you look at the replay, it was a latch that was connected to the ring post. Well, first off, we all know that. Drop down. Come yeah. <laughs> well, I just, I just wanted to make sure, Impact, because oh you got a history to where you probably thought some mythical being from up top that the Usos and the Bloodline were pointing to probably just magically did it. So I just wanted to make sure, you know, I give a little reality to the explanation. Okay. Um, right. But but yeah. I was, I was going to say with regards to that, that was a cool ass section of that match where they started doing at first i was like this is some corny ass shit he over there like a fish flopping and shit with his music but then i started thinking about how i was as a kid with the undertaker and he would have the gong go off and shit like that i was like all right, all right i'll roll with this and then when they kicked his music on how they sequenced a lot of that shit with the music i don't know if they intended to do that or not i appreciated the shit out of that <laughs> No, 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 no. Don't give me that shit, Michaels. Look, even when you plan to sequence shit like that, it don't always go according to plan is what I'm saying. So the fact that they actually set out to do it like that and it played through without without a hitch. I appreciate that. And shit. of course, I didn't know there was a latch there. So you, you sure didn't. You probably didn't even know that his music was supposed to play. You know, it, it, the, the sad thing is, is that if he watches this shit with his son, his son's dreams just get fucking crushed. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> That's actually kind of true. <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah this this match was was solid. Uh, you know, as as we talked about at the very beginning of everything, um, there wasn't anything that was just outright terrible. There wasn't anything that was you know a show stopping match. Um, but yeah, the, they, they got creative with the finish to this match in a way to not completely bury the demon, um, which to be honest, I was somewhat afraid that they were going to do that. I thought that it was going to be, you know, no random chicanery or any kind of craziness going on. Just, you know, Superman punch spear one, two, three, go home. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but I'm, I'm super happy that they didn't do that. Um, it was, it, it was very creative and, you know, the, the sequence at the end with the music, with everything that just so happened to line up properly. Simon. <laughs> um, 
it, it was it was all pulled off extremely well. So again, WWE shows why they are one of the best names in all of sports, not just wrestling, but all of sports when it comes to the spectacle. Yeah. Um. So. In terms of this uh, malfunction, is are we going to find out that this was something that uh, that that Heyman was a part of, or maybe something the Uso? Where, where are they going to go with it? You think? Oh, you you are so conventional, there, buddy. Oh, I'm not thinking outside the box. No, you're not. Okay. No, you're not. Don't don't tell me, Paul. So... Don't tell me. Uh... <laughs> Brock Lesnar was somewhere in there. <laughs> Go ahead, man. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you're, you're so, you're off the mark. Okay. Think about this. First of all, kudos for it being the only Extreme Rules match on Extreme Rules. Right. You ain't lying. Just, yep. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Right. Um, But we saw Lily get torn up. We saw Alexa being really upset. We saw a very odd red in the demon and the music and the heartbeat and all that going on. And then all of a sudden that thing collapses. Could there be a certain fiend behind all of this? Okay. Well, that would be fucking great. Okay. I'll take it. I'll buy whatever. I'll buy it. Or as... Or as Chris from the chat said, I think God was just getting even from Backlash 2006 when he and HBK lost. <laughs> it might have been because they was pointing up to that motherfucker like they were saying, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Christmas, baby Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, good stuff, man. I can't wait to see where where that goes. Um, man, I... I hate they're they're setting everything up for Crown Jewel because you know me, I'm not gonna watch it. But I'm just kind of like me neither, brother. <sighs> they're not setting much up for it, man. It's 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 going to it's going to air, but it's it, you know it's not the only thing that I think you're going to see of you know bleeding into probably the storylines will be the the Lesnar Reigns match. But yeah, that I think that's about it. I think that. You know, they don't have enough time to, I mean, you'll probably see a lot of the same type, you know, matchups that we'll see for the next three weeks. You'll probably just see rehashes of a lot of that type of stuff that we've, you know, yeah, we've seen and stuff. I don't think it's going to be too, uh, you know, too much of a, a push to uh, make it you know, too different or have too many things that happen. That's different. Um, but you know, it, listen, it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, that's for sure. Well guys, that's uh that was extreme rules before we jump over to uh grand slam. Was there anything would need to be mentioned that happened on raw and SmackDown that wasn't a part of tonight's show that we need to mention or um, we'll just keep it moving. I couldn't think of anything, but, I don't know if I don't want to miss something. Okay. Grand Slam. Wait, you forgot about the whole fucking thing on Raw that. <laughs> oh, Matt, did you take your, uh, your what is it, CBDs? Is, is that it? Or is, there, or is it? No, no, no. No, no. That's, that, he takes Gen, uh, Gen X. 
Oh, Gen X. For men. Okay. Gen X for men. That sounds like a CD, CBD mm -hmm. product also. I'm calling everything a CBD product. Hey. CBD. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Grand Slam, man. This was, uh, I guess, Sin City turned out to be successful. Uh, pretty good turnout. Uh, some some matches. Uh What's the highlights, brother? All of those things were true. Yeah, they, they <laughs> definitely had a turnout. Mm -hmm. There were some matches. Yeah. I and mean. <laughs> after the first 20 minutes of the show, it pretty much sucked. That's what I, uh, ooh, ooh. Wow. I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> go that far, but uh, needless to say, they definitely front-loaded Dynamite, and uh, that's how we'll start. So, uh, yeah, you had uh, the... 30-minute time limit draw between Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson, uh, which, I mean, quite honestly, this was a match that as soon as, you know, Danielson was uh, on his way to AEW, this was a match that I wanted to see. And I I think that it lived I up to the for hype. A, large, mm -hmm. a large number of people. Honestly, it did. Mm -hmm. um, there's no reason for them to do a finish to this match. Um, especially given the fact that a it's non-title b it's brian danielson's first match in the entire company so if if you go according to their logic if he beats omega then suddenly he's the number one contender for the title and you know obviously everybody um and rightfully so would be pissed off about that so it's it it, it had the best possible type of an ending uh, the only thing that was kind of weird was they uh, they didn't do a good job with announcing the time limit cues uh, in the arena and also on commentary. That I was um, true. The the only kind of time cue that they gave the people in the arena was the one minute time clearance, which was really kind of weird. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, it was it was a very very solid match. They, I'll, I'll go as far as to say it was the best match on AEW free TV that I've seen. So on any of their dynamite shows on any of their rampage shows, this was the best match that I've seen. And this company has been around for a little over two years now. So um, very, very solid effort by both yeah, guys. Too, I mean, too bad that, that it was Daniel Bryan who had to carry Omega. Mm. Uh, seriously, man, go back and watch it. If if Omega if Omega is at the point where he needs to fucking stop, that's that's it. I mean, this match would have been fucking amazing if it happened ten years ago. Oh yeah, without question. Yeah. without question. But unfortunately, it didn't, and we have to we have to live in the here and now because this is what we actually have in front of us. It's, yeah, next uh, you're gonna tell me Sting got to wrestle in a tag match and he looked amazing. Well, the only thing I will say about the match that it, it wasn't bad for the fact that it was 10 years off the mark. It, it wasn't bad. Let's be thankful for that because we've seen a lot of matches, even in WWE, Matt, that was 10 years off the mark. And we were just like, fuck, what the fuck are we watching? So kudos to those guys for being able to at least put on an entertaining match. Definitely. Um, you know, obviously right from there you have cm punk come out cut a promo um so i mean obviously they're they're completely front loading this show uh immediately going right into mjf versus brian pillman jr uh, obviously mjf winning clean um 
was exactly what needed to happen. Um, MJF, it's only a matter of time until he is, you know, in the actual main event of the show. Um, obviously, there's there's still some stories that need to be told involving Omega getting the championship off of him, probably going to Hangman, um, which who knows when he's going to be back on TV. Um, and then I have to point this out. Okay. It was the most hated heel in the building mm -hmm. versus Malachi Black. Mm. Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Cody got more heat than damn near anybody uh, on that show. And he didn't do anything out of, out of the norm for him and his character. Um, I mean, he, uh, maybe I think that a lot of, a lot of the, a lot of the audience are uh, starting to get tired with having Cody in such a prominent spot. Possibility. And they're probably uh, not, uh, not impressed with the show. So uh, they're upset with that too. You know, the sitcom or whatever that's supposed to be. Uh, oh no, I thought you meant the AEW show in general, because I would be the same way. <laughs> that's that, that that's that's what honestly what I thought that you were getting at too. I was no. like it wasn't even it wasn't even bad at this point. Like No, no, no. I'm talking about his little uh little camera following him around his house show, whatever that's oh, called. Oh, you mean you mean you mean uh the their answer to Ms. and Mrs. There you go. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> except 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 they're not nearly as charismatic as either of the two people on the other show. Okay. Yeah. It, whatever um yeah I, <laughs> hey i i don't i i haven't seen the road show i don't really care to uh it hasn't debuted yet it's, oh well there's that this, this wednesday now yeah. okay well I'll, I'll i'll be sure to miss that then <laughs> um no uh so you, you had malachi black picking up the uh the win over cody which was exactly what needed to happen um the Everybody was afraid that Cody was coming back to get his win back. That was, uh, you know, kind of the, the unwritten subtext to this match. But uh, I think that, you know, when, when Malachi Black did, uh, you know, spit the black mist in his face and then hit him with the, uh, you know, the most dangerous move in all of professional wrestling, the, yes. uh, the, the surprise roll up. Ah. Um, yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was extremely happy at that point. Now, Matt, mm -hmm. do you uh, do you want to offer a couple of words about uh, the next tag match? Since I <laughs> heard you say something earlier, mm. I just I just don't get it. I just <laughs> it's like it's like watching a, a a grandkid and his grandfather wrestle together. Oh it's, boy, why? Why? Wasn't there like a movie like that with um, Johnny Knoxville and some little fat kid walking around or some shit? There was a movie, Bad Grandpa. Wasn't, wasn't, it, wasn't it like that? Oh, Bad Grandpa or some shit? Don't laugh like y'all ain't never seen that shit. No, no, it, it was Bad Grandpa. And, yeah. uh, Is that what it looks like that? <laughs> it, it, just, it just looks like a man who, uh, you know, it's it's cool to see Ric Flair from 10 years ago because that's what we're seeing in, in Sting right now. That's all. Yeah, so anyway, uh, obviously uh, Sting and Darby Allen pick up the win over FTR. 
um <laughs> which which boy which i how is how is ftr doing are they glad they got I, it on wwe I, i'm sure you'll have to ask them because i'm sure that they're not happy i'm sure that they, they they went there with big emphasis oh this is gonna be so different and it's like hey welcome back to the wwe boys you're gonna be jobbing out to everybody <laughs> including 62 year old sting what the fuck I'm, I'm sure they ask each other so, what's wrong with us. So here's the thing is, you know, I don't, I, I've said it numerous times on this show. I don't have a problem with having Sting in cinematic matches or on pay-per-view matches or things like that. But you don't necessarily need to have him in a weekly show match, regardless of how they're building this card up. Obviously, they built this one up as a sub pay-per-view. But Sting is, he's, he's great. And he's contributed a lot to the business. However... I don't, I don't want to see him wrestle anymore on a, on a weekly basis. Aww. I, it, it, Hey, it, it is what it is, man. I, I think that anybody that is his age now, granted, yes, for being 62 years old, he did look okay in the ring. He did look good in the ring for his age without question, but that calls into question why he was in the ring to begin with at 62. Um, I just, I, I don't know it. Some people I read online were, you know, saying that he did extremely well and you know, that he, he himself stole the show, which I cannot huh? agree with. Huh? I cannot, I cannot agree with that. Mark. So, oh. so nonetheless, um, the, uh, the final, the, the, the main event to dynamite was Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho, uh, AEW women's title match. And I'm not going to even joke. This match went over like a fart in church. Oh, the, the, the crowd did not, they were not about this match. They didn't get into this match. Um, I mean, there were a couple of awesome spots. I mean, there was a, a top rope air raid crash. Um, you know, it, it, it ended as exactly as it needed to Britt Baker picking up the submission victory. Um, and quite honestly, looking strong. But the but that's a problem, right? Because okay, Brit looking strong is great. You know, you want that. But you just brought in Ruby Soho fucking three weeks ago. What the fuck are they right. thinking? She's supposed to be the big fucking, you know, that's that's supposed to be the obstacle. You're like, oh my god, you don't know. Mm. So so here's the thing is, and I think that I think that this actually kind of exposes something that we really don't talk about all that much. And that is how AEW gives these championship matches and title opportunities to, you know, the winners of these matches and the winners of those matches never are successful in challenging for the championship. No matter what, I don't think that anybody that's won the, you know, the battle Royal um, has gone on to, to win that championship that they, that they earned the right to, to go for. Um, and if I'm wrong, obviously I'm sure the comments will let me know, but, um, for me to even say that just lets you know that those title chances, those title opportunities don't mean as much as what they may elsewhere. Well, to be honest. They want to be different. So that's why, I don't, yeah, but, uh, but once again, I, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's how they want to be. <laughs> So you're spending a lot of money 
<laughs> you know, it's like here, here you open up your wallet, and the first thing you do is have her win a battle royal for a number one shot. You have her go over in a in a tag, you know, a, th- a three person tag the, the week before, yep. and then she not only loses but loses fucking clean. So basically, you just destroyed Ruby <laughs> like that. It was like Thanos. It's like she might as well just get her release now and just go to fucking Impact or ROH and just easy, you know. easy. Ask me if I want well, them no, no, over no, no, on my no, side. Because, no, no, no. That's it's not a. It's you not need a them on your side. What why, the fuck why, are you why, saying? Why, you why need the them. Fuck, why the fuck would you not want her on? Yeah. Your hey, 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 I'm just messing with you. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You know. Okay. Uh, you know what's sad though. You know what's sad. It's it's real sad when I got to say that Matt Michaels is right. And this is one of those times. Okay. Because I was really disappointed. Same exact thing he said. I was like, damn. And it was more with the clean, getting beat clean was what bothered me. That's the only thing. I I felt like it would have been better for her to just totally get ass handed to her, you know, dirty stop. But to get done clean like that, I just, I just don't see what the turnaround is. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess they can give her some rebound wins over Rebel and Jamie Hayter. But in the grand scheme of things, what really does that do? Nothing. So, all right, cool. So she's back in the mid card. Awesome. <laughs> and you can and you can literally now you can start looking at what their mid card is and this is why i you know again you want to say oh well he gives them shit too much he speaks against them it's such a great product it's like there are blinders on because what you are seeing now is essentially all the wwe mid carders coming to aew to be mid carders (laughs) and it's not doing anything for your company you know what it's called? It's called come on over and resume what you were doing before. Well, it's called that Tony Khan is going, Hey, we're gonna give you an opportunity. But he doesn't tell them we're gonna give you an opportunity for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Until you're no longer the shiny new toy. Right. You know what's sad? You know what's sad? A lot of pimps operate their stable the same way. Oh, see? See, now we're learning street stuff right here. Keep going, Simon. Pimps. Just being real. I'm just being real. You be telling them like, "Baby girl, I'll take you to the moon, girl." Mm-hmm. I had you be the number one horse in my stable, mm-hmm. and then as soon as a new one come in, you the bottom bitch. We ain't even the bottom bitch because at least she gets responsibilities and and praise. There you go. Thank you. You, you. just a castaway. That's pimp shit right there. Thank you much, there, Simon Street, Sin City. Was there anything else in AEW before we get to some more credible wrestling uh, talks? Wait, wait, there was a second, wow. there was a second part of the whole thing. Maybe that's the credible part. <laughs> Keep going, man, messing with you. So, um, no, I, that's, that was, that was all that there was for Dynamite. Um, as far as Rampage, CM Punk had his first televised match in seven years. Yeah. Um, which, hey, you know. Yeah. And, and so here's here's a question for you, Steve. And I was having yeah. this conversation um, on that night, but having not seen it. And we were in agreement that 
apparently, apparently, <laughs> the there are black wrestling boards out there, all right, that are really pissed off that AEW is not, you know, showcasing African-American talent, all right? The argument that was presented to me is, well, Will Hobbs is being given this opportunity. And I said, Will Hobbs ain't your guy, man. And I'll say, if that was the case, Will Hobbs tonight is going to, you know, he's going to lose. You're not, you're not going to have him win against CM Punk. Exactly. My problem was that Punk went over him clean. What is going on? You had Ricky Starks on commentary. Why did he not just go and, and you know, why did Ricky Starks not interfere in the match to at least have the bell ring? You know, you had you had him go over Hub. Now you just took a guy who, it, again, a young talent. You're trying to develop your own talent, apparently, and you have him immediately lose to Punk. Punk should have said in his speech, I can't wait to work with all the young guys so I can put myself over. Hmm. Hmm. And it sucks. It really sucks. Yeah. I mean, as far as I, what I, what I will say is correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that this was Will Hobbs's longest match that he's been in um, on, on television. It was, it was a 14 minute match. um, And And he looked, and he looked fairly good. He he, he looked, he looked better than he ever has in any match. Um, you know, it, it was obviously the, the crowd was, you know, completely behind punk. I get that. And, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, I, I agree with you that this necessarily shouldn't have happened right away. Um, I, there was no way in hell that, that Hobbs was going to win this match that it just wasn't going to happen. No. No. But, but once, once those expectations are tempered, you know, it, it just comes down to time and place. So if obviously they chose to not have, you know, the, the team Taz spat with CM Punk immediately after his debut, then, you know, there could have been something else for him to do. Um, realistically, if we're, if we're looking at the, the pecking order of team Taz, quite frankly, he should have, he should have gone up against hook or somebody of that nature first. Great. And then, and then you go and you have him just like, just knock out hook in 10, 15 seconds, you know, make him look like an unstoppable monster. But instead you have him go 14 minutes with, you know, Will Hobbs and Hobbs is, he's, he's a, he's a machine. Okay. For lack of a better term, like the guy, he has an extremely huge upside. Um, He can go very, very far if they will allow him to do so. Um, but realistically, you have Punk take out Hook first, and then after that, then you, you I don't want to say feed him Hobbs, but that's that he would be the next one uh, in the stable. I, I agree on the, the Hook, and then what I would have loved to see, even if it was this match, but, but that next step would have been to have punk look dominant over you know Hobbs he you know he's he's going to win right Ricky Starks is is out there or runs down ringside and with Hobbs's body size it would have been perfect to have him do some kind of crossbody 
where Starks grabs Punk's leg. And so now, even though Punk loses, he doesn't lose, and that sets up your Starks versus Punk match, which is where you should be heading with this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's got to be what full gear is the next their next pay per view. You yeah. got to do you got to do Punk versus Starks at full gear. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this, and and I know we got to kind of uh, kind of get going because we got yeah. a lot more, but I I will say uh, I was sent over in one of my chats a um, AEW rampage viewership uh numbers and it seems like the numbers that i was looking at since cm punk showed up on august 20th all the way to last week shows it shows that the viewership is down 43 percent uh from that and it shows uh at uh august 20th of course there was 1.1 million just the following week after that, it was only seven hundred and forty thousand. Then the following week after that, six hundred and ninety-six. Then the week that, six hundred and seventy. Um, is is this going the way that if Tony Khan was expecting with CM Punk now being back? I mean, these numbers we were hoping was going to somewhat sustain. If if we fall, not fall this bad. I mean, do you have any concerns from this? Assuming this data that I'm looking at is true. Why are you looking at viewership data now? Why haven't you for, you know, the last two years, DJ Impact, sir? Well, listen. Why, why, why does viewership actually suddenly matter now that there's a talking point that fits your narrative? Wait, easy, easy, easy. This was something that, again, because I don't really talk about viewership, all right? But when it I was... Know, I know, I know, but I've, I've gotten a lot of shit for doing so on this show. Yeah, I'm saying, just, you know, I'm, just some, it, I'm just saying. Yeah, I get you. I get you. But it, this was sent to me and it was sent to me, of course, by someone who maybe not necessarily a huge AEW fan as well. At the same time, I'm looking at it Obviously. going. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm looking at it going, you know, still, I would I still would expect because I didn't know the numbers. If you would have asked me, I would have thought that AEW was still as strong since his comeback. I didn't know it was this bad is all I'm saying. I'm not saying is that the show's horrible, bad, what I've been looking at is bad. I'm just saying I didn't know that it took that that much of a drop, you know, and why is that? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm just I just, it was just if, curious that if if you break down these anymore, Dave Meltzer is going to appear on the show out of thin air to tell <laughs> oh, you. Oh, God, I hope wrong. not. Dude, I hope hey. not. Hell no. Fuck, Hell fuck no. it. Impact. Let, let's keep talking no, about this shit. No, please no. I don't want his ass on the fucking show. Lord <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, was there anything else you want to mention on Red Page? Um, Lucha Bros and Santana and Ortiz picked up the, uh, the win mm -hmm. over the Hardy family office. And uh, we, had a, uh, we had a homicide sighting. Oh, <laughs> which was uh, which was pretty interesting later on in the show um, in the uh, and then Eddie Kingston, John Moxley, mm -hmm. Minoru Suzuki, Lance Archer lights out match. Um, yeah, the right people won. I mean, it was this show, to be honest, did somewhat feel like a paint by number show to me. I, I the I, I don't know if yeah. it was I don't know if it was the fact that because it was it was taped and they knew that spoilers would leak out, that they didn't want to have anything that was like, oh my God, holy shit, earth shattering. Um, but if that's kind of, you know, the the standard MO 
with what they're going to be doing, how they're going to be doing uh, Rampage tapings after Dynamite, and then going light with Rampage over fears of spoilers, then this is this whole thing is doomed from the start, to be honest. The, the sad thing is, is that, you know, you, you have um, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, who, you, you know, you should be building. They need 92 ex-UFC guys to come in. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? And then Paige Van Zandt, watch out, because, you know, if she punches you in your soul, Alexis, you are going to hurt. With 92 other guys in the ring, apparently Paige has the, the punch that really hurts. It's oh, of course. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's that's the stuff that's frustrating. It's like you hey. said, like if you're gonna tape it, like there there wasn't any chatter about those guys at all. No, like no, not at all. You expected it, you know. And I don't know, and and you know, as as I said, everybody that should have won on this show won on this show. So the men of the year definitely needed to pick up that win, regardless of how it was done. They they should have beaten Jericho and Hager, and I'm glad that they did. Quite frankly, um, you know, elsewhere Anna J, Penelope Ford in a quite frankly forgettable match. Penelope Ford actually getting the win, um, and then we already talked about the uh, the main event, which was uh, it was pretty solid. But uh, I think that the Suzuki Goon experiment in AEW has come to an end. Aww. He looks, he looked bad, man. It's yeah. just yeah. It's sad. Yeah. And on top of that, Jake Roberts is in bad shape. So yeah. Lance doesn't have his talking piece, which is fine. But, you know, maybe that could have, I don't know, man. I, yeah. yeah. And Eddie Kingston, uh, He's a good promo man, but he's still, I don't know, in the ring. Just doesn't do it for you? As a, as, as an in-ring talent, no. I think he's I think he's a PC version of Nick Gage. Who who can talk but way better. If you put those two together <laughs> and Nick's brutality <laughs> and Kingston's skills, you know. So, but yeah, it just it, yeah. yeah. And homicide did homicide do anything for you? No. You should have done something for impact because that's one of his uh one of his boys from his yard. I mean, oh, you I, didn't know that. You didn't know that, did you? Yeah, I mean homicide showing up, it was one of those things where I was just like, eh, uh, yeah, that's that's homicide. Okay, cool. All right, he, next. Did he look smaller too? Like I thought at first it was yeah. actually homicide. They just said I, it. Same was. here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, and, you know, I mean, it's, I know that again, people online, there were some people that were like, you know, over the moon that homicide showed up on a major wrestling show in, you know, 2021. But yeah. for me, to be honest, I mean, his gimmick didn't really resonate with me. Shocker. I know, but um, it, it dude, dude has, built quite a body of work in this business i mean he's he's been around for what 20 years some somewhere around there it's right around there yeah yeah so i mean he's he's accomplished a lot in the business but you know it it just didn't do much for me i got a feeling tony khan is going to sign new jack at some point oh jesus oh shit he better get some insurance policies new jack tear tear every fucking thing up 
he'll have to come back from the dead first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know that's what the whole purpose is. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cocaine is a wonderful drug. WWE NXT 2.0. We are in our second week. Oh. Sin City, don't put your head down because um, you know what? I'm beginning to like it, my friend. Never would have guessed. <laughs> Do you like the colors? Because it's a bit bright. I don't mind it. Well, well, okay, wait. Go into that. I, I, I really truly want to hear why that's a problem. It's not a problem. It's just apparent. So, you know, at the end of the day, I was bitching to complain about what the changes could be based on just the logo. After seeing the product, it is not that bad. But what is very apparent, it is bright. And I wonder what that purpose is. Because I can't figure out, is it just to show the large pan shots out of the, of the crowd being extra small? What is it? Is it just because of the demographics that they're trying to shoot to? They like bright colors that move and squiggle around? Possibly that case. But uh, I don't have a huge problem like I thought I was going to have with NXT 2.0. What is annoying is constantly having to say NXT 2.0. And as we've heard in, in the news, uh, WWE has, has uh, patented that name, NXT 2.0, so we will be hearing that for fucking ever. So, uh, and, and did it bother you when uh, Matt Hardy was Matt Hardy 2.0 for like three years? You know, it's funny. I didn't think about that, but yes. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? You got me. You got me. I thought the shit was pretty clever. So... You know what? Fuck it. NXT 2.0 is here to stay, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Fucking cute. Fucking cute. Um, but what I will say was it was a pretty, uh, you know, this week's NXT 2.0 was a solid show. Um, there's only two matches that I really want to talk about that really excited me. One of them was, um, you know, uh, the Cruiserweight uh, Championship did change hands, you know, because uh, did lose. Um which was a really good match, which was really, 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 really good. Um, and, and, and I was actually very happy about it. I, I, wasn't, I didn't think I was going to be as excited as I thought I was. And you know what? Kudos. Kudos. You know, obviously it was done with, you know, a little bit of interference, obviously. But, uh, you know, the changes are, are, worth, are worth what it is. But the biggest thing I want to talk about, because I'm a person that I've talked about on the show, how I used to watch WCW way more than WWE for some time. And I loved, loved the Steiner Brothers. And so you have Bronson Rickenstein, Rickensteiner, who is now known as Braun Brecker. He has made his debut. And let me tell you, maybe I'm just getting a little bit too excited. And maybe it's because I love the Steiner Brothers. But that, that, that man is a star. And if they don't push his ass to the fucking moon, I don't know what else will. And I know we've said this before with NXT having new rising stars coming through. And if they get and when they get to the main roster, it's a different story. Um, this is when I really hope and truly they'll leave somewhat intact. Uh, not so much of how he presents, uh, you know, or, or his name or whatever, but just, just I really thought I was watching his fucking dad. The only thing that was missing was the, was the wrestling headgear. He was damn wearing his dad's trunks that he wore back in the day. So I was just super freaking excited. Um, looked fucking amazing. And, and, and the match that he was in was, was, was an excellent four-way. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm mean, a tag team match. I don't say four way uh, tag team match was excellent. It was really, 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 really good. Um, like I said, I know hey, I go it's, long it's inter- up on. Yeah, it's entertaining. I, I I've been liking since the last two weeks that every time he's around Champa, you know they they're cool and cordial, but Braun has his eyes on Goldie always for a little second there, and I love that tease because we know eventually that's where it's going to end up. Uh, he looks good though, man. He looks good. I'm sure when you know you say you hope they push him. I believe that's that's where they're headed. You know, with that. So, um, so yeah, man. A lot of comments are coming in. Maybe we should try to get some of that. We had Chris says, uh, "I'm still waiting for Braun Brecker to teach college algebra on the show." Um, <laughs> and then we had Sean that says, "But remember, you were mad when the seven people got cut for Braun Brecker to get shot, get a shot." So, uh oh. Uh-oh. Well, you you know what? I, unlike some other people on this show, don't have a problem with being wrong. And oh, I was ooh, wrong. Ooh, ooh, I was wrong. And ooh. that's okay. I have no problem. I am a human being. Ooh. And when I'm wrong, I will say it. And um Steve, he's taking a shot at you. I'm not taking a <laughs> shot, nah. I'm just saying that that yes, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm glad that you're okay with being wrong because you frequently are. Oh shit! It's okay. <laughs> it's okay though. It's okay though. It's okay though. But when I am right, I'm right 100 percent to the wall. Well, ain't I, going I guess, nowhere. I, I guess. I guess. You know, like but the, you know, like, like like has been said, man, the sun shines on a dog's ass once in a while. So there you go. Oh, but you know what though? You know what was wrong on NXT? Okay. What was wrong is the new group. Toxic attraction. These three women are the type of women that you don't want to bring home to your mama mm. because her ass would be pissed the fuck off. And I love this shit because it's so wrong. It's just like they they should be called guilty pleasure. Because when I see these three women, <laughs> I don't know if it's a train wreck. I don't know what the fuck it is. I liked it. I was about to just fast forward that motherfucker, but then I saw him. I was like, okay, there's something there. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, obviously. Mandy Rose is is changed her look. She's a brunette now, which now she's look now she looks hot to me because I'm not into blondes. I like brunettes. So 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 she, so she has my attention. She has my attention. But Ooh, besides Sa- all of that bullshit, Sasha, I'm telling. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't give, I don't give a damn. She know. Oh. Anyways. Wait wait wait. Sasha Sasha just got like purple and blue hair every other week. So I don't get that at all. You don't know what she's gonna get. But. But but what I will say is, is is interesting is there's something about them. I think that this could possibly work. I don't know how the fuck it's going to work, but it possibly could work. And it, again, NXT 2.0, throughout the whole night, you saw a lot of people, you know, new new faces, as we've been seeing for the past two weeks. And we're going to continue to see that because that's what NXT 2.0 is. It's Colors be, and new faces. It's going to be interesting, too, because as we saw tonight at the pay-per-view, um, the commercials for NXT are women-dominated for this yep. week. And I think they are trying something new where we're probably not going to see a lot of guys on the show, if any. And, you know, this might be kind of that that balance that you're kind of going to be getting in terms of that idea of giving the women an opportunity to have two hours, you know, every two or three weeks or four weeks and, you know, give them a chance to, um, because at this point, get rid of 205 Live. Who the fuck cares about 205 Live? 
Give the women that's, a show. That's still on there. Yeah, I'm about to say that too. <laughs> it is. It not. Oh. No, it, it it is. It definitely is. Oh wow. You, you know what? You know what's really sad about 205. I'm glad you mentioned that. Is I think that 205 is best served combined with main event. Oh my bad. That's exactly what 205 is. It's main event. Why don't just make it part of main event? Ditch the 205 slogan and, and call it a day. Because you're right, Michael. It does not serve a purpose at all. You got yeah, it. Yeah, and it's it's going to be very interesting considering the fact that if they are, you know, going away a little bit in their development from some of the smaller guys, yep. Then why why waste the time with it and give it to the women, man? Yeah. With this, you know two, what? With this two hundred five hates, people's beginning to sound like somebody I know. Hmm. No, 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 no. But I don't have a problem with the brand 205. But if you're not going to do shit with it and it's just collecting and you're not, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a waste of space because you're not really, they're not putting in, 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 anything into it. You know what I mean? Your, your title isn't even fucking defended on the fucking show. So at the end of the day, it must go. That's all. Okay. It'd, be, it'd be the same damn thing with other shows. But uh, I am very happy with uh, NXT 2.0. I hope that, as Michaels did mention, they do stuff like that because out, that outside of the box thinking has me excited because right now WWE does need to do some stuff. With all those cuts that were made, I want to make sure that it was for the good, for the improvement, as was mentioned earlier by Sean in the chat. Like, 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 yeah, if five people got cut because of the lighting, fine. All right? If it's going to bring you success, Okay, then then shit. If my ass was cut, at least it was cut for progression, not for the same shit. Then why'd you cut me? We could have kept it moving. Hey, are okay, we? So guys, guys, yeah. when we go to cut him, remember it's for progression. That's okay. fine. That's you better that's progress. What to, that's what we have. To, okay, that's what we put look, into the look, termination look, papers. Y'all cut me. Y'all better get a bad girl up in here, looking real cool and cursing y'all asses out. Could be an How ugly. I got a feeling this could be an ugly girl. Him. Yeah, I was going to say, it leads to him putting on a wig and trying to... Uh... Oh, oh no, that's just twisted, man. That's twisted. That's, that's some weird shit. All right. Uh, I guess we're done with 2.0, right? Let's, yeah, uh, we're done. All right. Yes. Let's move over to the, one of the best wrestling shows out there on today's market, Impact Wrestling. How excited. By the way, if you didn't know, Bound for Glory is coming to... Las Vegas, October 23rd, pay-per-view. Listen, tickets just went on sale Friday. Is there any reason why you don't have your tickets? Yeah, because I think they're sold out. <laughs> Perfect. I don't, I don't have my ticket. Legit. Like, it's yeah, sold I, out? Um, when, I went, when I went to get tickets yeah. on Friday, okay. uh, the only thing that was left was uh, GA. So well, good GA. GA is the majority. Well, no, no, I got I got oh, okay. GA, but I'm okay. just saying, like, with the rate that they were going, it would not surprise me if they are already sold out, or if they're not already sold out, they will be by showtime without question. Guys, come on, you want to? I'm you... getting mine at the last minute. I'm getting mine to last. I ain't gonna lie to you. If I can't get it next week on Thursday, okay. Well, you wait till last minute. You're gonna be outside the door. So... No, I'm just gonna take y'all. I'm gonna take your ticket. Jump your ass in the parking lot. Take your ticket. <laughs> Well, listen, this is the reason why you definitely want to go. First off, Josh Alexander, as you know, he 
used option C. He just says, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna just drop the X Division title and go straight for the Impact World title against Christian Cage. The guy has won every match that he has had. I mean, he's just been an excellent um, talent for Impact. And I'll be honest with you, when I watched the North, I liked Josh, but I think he was just overshadowed just by Ethan Page. Because, you know, Ethan's much louder. I mean, it's not necessarily was much better. But Ethan, uh, if, you, if you're familiar with him, he's just, he's just again, I, I think he's just more out there than Josh. Josh was just more laid back. But Josh, since he's been on his own, have just been showing that he is just someone you can't wreck with at all. And I'm excited for this match because, once again, as much as I believe that the story is probably for Christian Cage to probably maintain, I'm hoping and pulling for and will maybe make a sign for while I'm at the show for Josh to beat Christian Cage, which would be awesome because now we actually have a impact wrestler, not an AEW wrestler with the title. And I think being that he's shown himself as X Division title as just can't be defeated. This right here would just be an excellent way to put the title on to him. I'm excited for this match, guys. You know, if you can't tell, we'll see where uh, it goes. Uh, uh, <laughs> apparently, my I got to give you kudos, Impact. Yeah. When it comes to Impact Wrestling, you are loyal to the soil, my goodness, brother. Because <laughs> I'm telling you right now, man, you campaigning and shit. Just make sure man. you use them NXT 2.0 bright colors when you make that sign. And you, uh, <laughs> you never know. Now, because that title now is vacant, what they've been doing is um, they are, over the next several weeks, they'll be having uh, three triple threat matches uh, where the winner will qualify for a match to be crowned the new X Division champion, which will be at Bound for Glory. So that's pretty exciting. So next week, we'll get a chance to see Trey Miguel, uh, Loretto Kid, and Alex Zane. So if you want to keep up, let's, let's, let's watch it and see where that goes. Uh, a couple of things I wrote down for the show, too. I told you guys... Uh, Mr. Swinger, Johnny Swinger, Swinger's Palace was a little concerned about going to Vegas. And in fact, he's, he wrote a letter to Scott Demore in protest of Impact Wrestling heading to Las Vegas for Bound for Glory. He's protesting, guys. I don't know. Maybe because he's got this little illegal casino going on. I'm loving it. I might have to really get my Swingers Palace shirt, but he's protesting them going to the show. Uh, the Good Brothers informed us that they're taking a mini vacation. Thank you, Good Brothers. Uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see where that goes. Um, a couple other things just from the show that I, I want to mention, or at least I want to uh, mention as it's looking for the card itself. So you're going to have Christian Cage, Josh Alexander for the Impact World title. Deanna Perazzo, this was also made on the show, versus Mickey James for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Now, Matt Michaels, I want you make I want you sitting with me, okay, when this match happens. Um, and you're going to see for yourself why Deanna Perazzo, even if she loses, and I'm hoping she don't, because Mickey James is a beast, we know. But you're gonna see just why I'm impressed with this woman. And you're going you're gonna to look at me and be like, you know, Impact, I apologized. And I'm going to accept your apology. So I'm just letting you know. Expect it. Well, 
And just hope they uh, are playing it at the uh, Nacho Bar because uh, I'm pretty sure I'll be taking a leak and getting some nachos and ah! maybe walking around the casino. Uh, for oh, my God. A while. What a hater. Anyways, uh, they also going to have the Call Your Shot Gauntlet. And now, if you remember, they brought this back last year. It's pretty much, guys, to be honest with you, like a Royal Rumble. Uh, they just – every – couple of did you just did you just ask us if you guys remember they brought this back last year none of us remember (laughs) that all right well they it it was brought back in 2020 but uh but it's the whole idea is just having you know every uh, two or three minutes i don't even know what the time frame is but every uh few minutes someone will come to the ring they will have their battle and as they get tossed over the ring when it gets down to the final two then it becomes a singles match. And, of course, the winner of that singles match will get a title of their choice down the line. So, Oh, you mean, you mean World War III? <laughs> what are you talking about, Michaels? It's essentially World War III from WCW. Oh, all right. Well, I don't remember WCW, so all right, World War III then. Uh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Hey, I I've never I've always been honest about my history with WCW. I was hardcore WWE. That's why I'm giving AEW a chance and not saying, you know what, fuck them. I'm not gonna watch them. I'm WWE guy. That's why I'm I'm not gonna mess up this time. Sin City, I'm not messing it. This yeah. time I'm watching AEW. I'm watching everything, right? I'm not that guy. All right. I'm not Mr. Territory now. I was territory back then, Simon Street. I was like, fuck that. I'm not watching WCW. I'm a WWE so- guy. So you do have a network you can watch now. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, but it's cool though. I get it. Keep on, brother. Oh, Testify. Remember, it will all be fresh for you. You've never seen it. That so. is true. It'll be fresh for him anyways because he does not read into anything that's not fantasy wrestling. <laughs> Whatever that means. Listen, uh, and then of course there's going to be the winners of the X Division title tournament. Uh, uh, so that's anyway, it's looking to be a pretty good card. That's those are so far the matches that's for uh, Bound for Glory. All the shows that you, if you get a chance to get access to Access TV, you're just watching everything leading up to the uh, pay per view here. And by the way, just I didn't mention this because, of course, uh, yes, the pay per view is October 23rd, that's Saturday, but they are doing two TV tapings also the following uh, the following night. So if, uh, Sunday night and Monday night, if there are tickets still available, you can also uh, get tickets to watch the tapings. And um, that's just as exciting, too. So Vegas, show up, show out. Let's show them why we love when they come here and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Anyway, that is your M. Packed wrestling. Um, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't get a chance to uh, check up on Ring of Honor. Well, that's it. Show's over. Thanks a <laughs> lot, guys. Good night. You know, you know, and my bad because I know you guys probably didn't uh, see it. So I'll, I'll be better. There's no way I could have. No I'll, way I could I'll be have. better next week, and I'll let you guys know what's going on. I love Ring of Honor, but it's been a busy week so um i messed up on that one uh but we can at least talk about new japan right sin city because it's a major uh, <clears throat> uh event that's been going on i guess it started two weeks ago and it's still climaxing to the top right <laughs> yeah i knew that would get your attention there 
Yeah, the uh, the G1 Climax number 31 is uh, in full swing at this point. And uh, just to kind of bring you guys up to speed on um, kind of our point standings as of right now, uh, in the A block, uh, you've got Great Okan leading the way with eight points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toriyano, Kenta, and Zack Sabre Jr. all have six. Kota Ibushi, Shingo Takagi, and Yujiro Takahashi are with four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii and Tangaloa each have two points. Okay. And unfortunately, uh, Tetsuya Naito w- uh, had to withdraw from the tournament oh. uh, because uh, he uh, had, yeah, some pretty bad knee issues. Okay. Um, during his first uh, during his first match in the tournament. Gotcha. And um, rather than having somebody take his place, they are just. Uh, you know, they're just withdrawing him from the field and everyone who was supposed to face him is now getting two points for the victory. Gotcha. Um, so uh, according to Dave Meltzer, uh, it sounds like it's a torn meniscus and partially torn MCL. Ooh. So, yeah. So basically, that- basically, he's pretty much going to be okay within about three weeks if it's coming from Meltzer that those are the... <laughs> right, right after the G1 ends, he'll be back. He'll be back. Right. Yeah, no. Um, now over on the other side, uh, in the B block, you have Kazuchika Okada, Taichi, and I've said it for a couple of weeks now, my pick to win the B block, Jeff Cobb with four points. There you go. So those, those guys are all, uh, tied up at the top. You've got Tama Tonga, Evil, Sonata, and Hiroshi Tanahashi with two points. Uh, Hiroki Goto, Chase Owens, and Yoshihashi, uh, with zero points. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, there's still quite a ways to go. This tournament runs all the way up until October the 20th. Um, and then uh, on October 21st, the, um, the winners from each of the two blocks will face each other for the championship uh, trophy and that, uh, that world championship shot. So we'll see who that's going to go to. But yeah, I've said it for two weeks. I'm going to say it again. Okay. Jeff Cobb's going to win the going to win the B block, and hell, he's going to win the whole damn tournament. You know, I'm with my, you on there. My money is on Pegasus Kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! For those of you not aware who Pegasus Kid is, or excuse me, was he is somebody whose name cannot be mentioned on WWE TV. Hey, all I'm saying is he's going to kill it. Oh, that is disrespectful. <laughs> uh, listen, okay. You know, Matt Michaels, I was going to put sit you in the corner, but you're actually up on the next segment. Uh, but before I do that, I'm going to give you a quick plug because I just want you to kind of mention uh, what happened with local wrestling. Future Stars of Wrestling had an event on Friday. Just want to talk about your quick experience, but I just want to let everybody know uh, that the Falco Fouls is a show worth listening to every Wednesday. Please download the the episodes listen these are timeless man you can start back i think we're on episode 75 or, or close to 76 it's a lot but if you can go back from one and just work your way up i mean you would just be you will become a, a huge fan of future stars if you're not familiar with the product and uh it's just great interviews with the uh the the, the founder of joe defalco uh guys uh, i i can't uh tell you how much that I really just enjoy listening to the conversations. And remember, this is how it starts, man. It starts on the indie scene, and then we we watch these guys progress into 
these bigger companies that we love seeing them in. So please give the Falco Files a listen. It's every Wednesday, and we appreciate that. But they did have their own event that went down this Friday. And uh, Matt Michael, just tell us a little bit how did how was things looking there? Um, it, it was very uh, competitively solid show. I think everyone mm-hmm. uh, raised their game from the pre-show match all the way through the uh, main event. Okay. Um, one of the things uh, that is um, very Im- impressive is uh, when they put together the concept shows, um, you're going to get the concept show. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike Extreme Rules, you got Survival <laughs> of the Fittest. Right. So, um, you know, uh, there was a little bit of everything for everyone. Um, there was a, a great, uh, a literal men versus women's match. Oh, which wow doesn't happen very often um it's usually uh, mixed uh, tags so um you know when you get four of the uh the strongest you know women around you know match against uh, four great guys yeah. um it was a great way to kick off the show um uh the um th- there's been a feud going on between jay vidal and gregory sharp um okay. these two men um we're in a last man standing match and um it was probably one of the most brutal fucking matches that you can have that isn't overtly brutal meaning you know without thumbtacks and that kind of stuff but you got kendo shots you got i mean jay was bleeding he oh boy got cut open yeah um there there was a a door spot that was just fucking just awfully brutal um but but these two have been going at it for a while and it looks like um this this might have been the closure possibly for for those two um you're uh unfortunately chris bay was uh attacked um before uh he could get to the show um by lights camera faction oh boy um some people will claim that chris bay might have i don't know had a new Japan match on the same night. So, but I, 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 I'm just assuming he did get taken out by them. Um, But you you saw an elimination match between uh, Lights Camera Faction and uh, the returning Shogun SOS and um, Hiro Lu and uh, Nino Black, which ended with uh, Lights Camera Faction taking the uh, the win since uh, they had a little advantage there. Um, the big main event that you saw was, uh, MK's army, uh, which consisted of, uh, Toa and Juicy and Sam Adonis, who, uh, MK brought in as a ringer here, Mm -hmm. uh, going against Hammerstone, Graves and Gallo. And I'll tell you right now, (laughs) it was, it was some big boys in the ring. And, uh, at one, (laughs) at one point, Juicy gets whipped into the corner and the ring just fucking it literally moved. I mean it, just, <laughs> it, it shifted. It, it shifted. It was it was just just so amazing to see sure. um true true heavyweights battling it out. Yeah. Um so it, it was one hell of a representation. Um Hammerstone pulls it out in the end to be the sole survivor of that match. Um Gal uh, Gallo you know, uh, Gallo was, has been, um, uh, 
coming back from some health issues um and he's he's looking good he's he's you know getting healthy and um mm-hmm. it's nice to see him back in an fsw ring it's been a while yeah uh, and graves uh what can i say graves is one hell of a performer he is brutal he is is great and um could be you know starting to edge towards one of my favorite wrestlers uh out there in the world man he's, he's yeah. just that good um the returning damian drake taking on sin Bodhi. Uh, very, very nice to see Damien back uh, yes, in the thing. Um, it was uh, it was very fun to uh, from the back watch uh, you know a perspective of uh, his little brothers watching him in the ring. Yeah. Um, that was cool that you could you know kind of focus in uh, on the family from uh, where I was. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in general, uh, just um, all out just a great show it's on fight tv 1495 you can get the replay now and um it's worth uh it's worth checking out especially if you got some of those fight tv credits why not use it towards the show perfect thank you much for that matt michaels um man uh good stuff night uh tonight guys and um oh and by the way i'm sorry one thing i forgot remy marcel Ah, Remy. He he, uh, he survived a, a fatal four-way match to uh, retain the Nevada State Championship. Um, and Adrian Quest was involved in this uh, four-way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, at the end of the match, when uh, Remy could uh, kind of barely move, um, the Suavecitos came in, helped out their boy, Adrian Quest, and they beat down the hell out of Remy Marcel. Oh, wow. To the point where one Mr. Class came in and cashed in his briefcase <laughs> and is now the new Nevada State wow. champion. <laughs> so um, some, some really good stuff. And and if you don't know any of these names, um, get to know them. Because yeah. uh, you can find them on Future Stars Wrestling and you can find them on other independent shows. And... Um, you know, the, this is where it starts, and yeah. uh, very, very, uh, they put in the work, man, and they, they really just deliver. Absolutely, absolutely, and again, I, I say, listening to Falco Files, it's just, it's just, uh, it's great listening to Joe talk because he's just so real. It's the things he just say is just funny. I'd be like, man, he's not holding back at all. Like, he's not uh, so politically correct. <laughs> You know, uh, and I love that about Joe, man. He's just he just keeps it real. It's it's and he's funny as he um, as he talks about whatever the issue is. So, guys, please check out that show, um, man. So this was our wrestling talk. And I was glad that uh, we were able to have all of us here tonight. Uh, we will also have a a three count show for Tuesday. But unfortunately, we won't be live tonight with three count, although we will be recording that. So, um for all you guys that was hanging out with us in the chat, thank you. We always appreciate you. You all are, are you just don't know, you make our nights. And when we when we sometimes get together and talk about our, our shows, we mention you. You know, we say, man, shout out to Chris. We love when we see him on. We love Sean. Thanks for coming on. John, when we see him, when we see you, Jade. I mean, we just go through a list of names, and we just, we just thank you, seriously, for just, um, man, just for hanging out with us. So... Uh, with that, we will see you uh, next week, and we'll be back to our uh, regular s- scheduled programming. And um, with that, we'll see you. Take care. Thanks.
Take Peace. care. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.